coffee still exists. Yeah, yeah, there's always going to be coffee. There's always going to be coffee. Okay, well, welcome uh, if you're here listening. It, uh, this is uh, episode four or five of the Tune In Next Week. My name is Uncle Eddie, and I'm sitting across from my co-host, collaborator, the world-famous uh, media star, for, uh, star of Jacob and Paul Off the Wall, star, star, of, star of 50 of episodes of the radius. podcast, Uncle Eddie's podcast, and now I introduce to you my friend Jacob White. Hello, my name is Jacob, and I am going to attempt and fail to be funny for you. Uh, same as I do on Jacob and Paul off the wall on Sundays at 5 p.m. On I thought ABC. we were deadly serious. So this has been a comedy thing I've to you? I've been trying. I mean, every now Damn, and then I get one. It. All this I, time. It's my whole life, Ed. It's really, the only time I'm funny is in between <laughs> the times I'm trying to be funny. Yeah, well, that whole try to be funny thing, people are forever telling me, oh, you're so funny, you ought to yeah, be a comedian. I love that. They don't, that's bull, well, that, baloney that, to the highest order. Well, There's that, no way in the world the kind of funny people think I am I can't write this. this <laughs> I can't. I have to react to something. React, and, yeah. And I, I, I never really know. This is not a planned thing. I've just not filtered. I quit filtering yeah. myself. I let it be. But the whole thing, be a comedian. And I have fantasies of being on stage telling my material. But I, it's not what, that's not why I'm funny. Yeah, it's man. Different. You've done it. I admire well, that. Well, and I'm not funny up there. I, you know, the only time I, I've I gotten consistent it. laughs is in a comedy club you know where it's full of comedians and they're actually super wrapped and listening and and so okay so your peers are laughing at you yeah but yeah, uh but, but i think that but that doesn't matter you know big deal you can make comedians <laughs> like larry david that was he was always famous for he can get the comedians to laugh but everybody else hates him. you know he just <laughs> yeah. has this presence on stage but uh but i think it speaks to the public's a gaussian view of you know any any of these art forms you know they're not really aware of what is going into it you know oh, heck no. reading oh, bill no. maher's uh, autobiography years ago he, he talks about going to play some club in vegas and it's his first time playing you know a big room like that uh, uh he's playing for a month you know he's playing every night and so he does you know good set you know goes really well the second night he goes to do it again and you get people that are pissed because they think he's just he's gonna, gonna give him a, a fresh hour thing, every night it's like wow yeah is he oh, yeah. just you know robin williams so, maybe but even yeah, he Ro had, robin williams was a. Uh, um, he was another you can't throw him that. into any cat yeah he's yeah. beyond categorization of any of those things but yeah. the idea that that People assume that the uh, the life of a comedian is pretty much smoke and drink all day. Yeah, and you have some sex with a couple of bimbos, and you go out there and you tell some jokes for however long you want to. It's just kind of whatever comes up. Yeah, and then you go back to your room and you do some more whatever you want to do, and then it's just terrible because you have to live in a hotel room. That's what yeah. I know about comedians. How hard can it be? Well, I have an idea. I've tried to write jokes, and I've tried to translate some of this stuff in mm -hmm. my head to humor. And it's I, just a, I, it's an array it's, of talents. You know, if you're writing yeah. your own material and then memorizing it and delivering it and getting that right, well, and then person, doing it, the in whole front personality of that, thing has a way a lot to thing. do with it. You can have great material and not have the you whatever the public wants to see in you. Yeah, you know, if they don't react to your physical being. Well, I think or, the thing, uh, one of the main things I imagine is true. I've never gotten this far because I'm so hyper, uh, uh, at least uh, surface aware of you know. 
whatever people's gazes and stuff and I just get anxious on stage but it's you have to just not care you're not doing it for them anymore you're just doing your bit and if it resonates it resonates I, I, I tend to agree that not caring is a very freeing situation. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons I think it, uh, b- because I don't, I don't want to say I don't care. I suppose I do care, but I, I don't really let other people's opinion of me affect me very much. I'm kind of over it. If I don't want to be offensive, but beyond that, you know, meh. Yeah, I'm an I, acquired taste, and I don't really care if you acquire it or not. So. Yeah, I... Um... I guess I have like certain zones of offense I avoid, but for the most part, I feel like uh, the rushing to the defense of uh, ears or, 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 you know, some sort of bubble of inoffense is yeah. very offensive. Like that, that there's like that we've yeah. gotten to a place in society where no one need ever be offended again. That doesn't make any sense. It, it wouldn't make very good people if you never got well, offended. Okay, well, that's true. That's a good way I to mean, look at man, it. I, I used to, when it's I would get offended, Ed, when I was younger, I mean, I got into so many fights and and somehow didn't get just annihilated because I'm not a fighter, you know, but just from, you know, becoming offended. You're a provocateur. Yeah, huh? and, and, and provocateur. Hmm? <laughs> kind of hard to picture you being into, into the fisticuffs or oh, even man. pushing and shoving. Yeah, no more. I mean, I don't. I, I uh, for your rights, I don't get mad in traffic for, anymore. For your rights or the rights of others or what? Well, I've found like it's it's mainly for oneself, but you can justify it as for everyone because if you're reacting sanely and correctly and capably, then you know if a situation arises, you'll react correctly to that. And in the meantime, you're not like screwing up. You know, it's like playing blackjack correctly. I don't know how, so I don't sit down to the table because I'm going to make a mistake, and then the guy next to me waiting for a split is going to be pissed because he misses. Because <laughs> his... you did something exactly. I did it so wrong. You already so, said more than I understand. So it's for both. It? It's for us okay. and me. <laughs> All right, I hear you. Yes. Well, <clears throat> all right. We had a topic earlier, and uh, we've transitioned away from it. Let's go back. <laughs> Um, Did we say it yet? Or we, we, no, we haven't told anybody okay. yet. Uh, I brought it We up announced upstairs. the show, I think, in ourselves. Yes. And then, uh, I'm still Jacob. Ed's still here. I'm still here, rocking <laughs> and rolling. I'm, uh, so, okay, the, the topic I brought up to Ed when I walked upstairs was I've been musing about uh, public policy and its effect on public life. And so, for instance, prohibition. One of the ways that prohibition was framed and sold is that it leads to you know, depravity and sex craziness and murder and violence and all of these things. And all of the things that were pointed to as things that alcohol will lead to, those are all illegal. Those are all things that are already frowned upon and that policy has been written to address. And and so it, it brings up this really basic logical fallacy, uh, which now I'm actually blanking on which one it was, but... Uh, Maybe I need to do some more studying, but it's just a. It's well, just we're putting laws on top of laws. We're making a law. We're making it illegal to do something that's already illegal. Well, yes. We're just making it more illegal. Yeah, and you're pointing and to this other thing that has nothing to do with oh, the yeah. thing oh, you're yeah. doing that's, as yeah, the, a yeah. reason. Oh yeah, the, yeah. That's the misdirection, the straw man, the, the yes. lies, the deceit. The whole purpose yes. of people in politics is to give you the fake out, and you know it's the end run kind of thing. Uh, 
I had I had a good example in my mind, and like yours, it just took a little walkabout. Um, <laughs> Luckily, I still have a little coffee in my cup, so I'm going okay. to Okay, this is the it. part in the show, since this is our new show. This is where we'll take a break. We'll be right back with you. Ooh, smart. See there? So we yeah. can do anything we want. Jacob, as I do, I if, hope you enjoyed it. If Ed remembers it. to scissors it out. Yeah, if I don't, then you heard us talking about what we're coming back with, and <laughs> what we're coming back with is these laws that are that are laws on uh, making things that are already legal illegal. Double law. We're, we're going to yeah, make it we're, double we're illegal. Double illegal, and and I brought up the idea of a hate crime. It, it's already against the law to drag somebody behind your truck, but if he happens to be gay and, and you're straight, or if he happens to be a uh, minority and you're white, or whatever, the majority then it's a double crime. It, is that correct? Should it, should it be twice as bad to do something because you hate them? When you drag them behind the truck, isn't that hate enough? How far do we go making stuff illegal to patch people's feelings up? If you get drugged behind a truck, know that you will be vindicated. The community at large productions closest to our heart are covering meetings like LCG, LPSS, and local town halls and broadcasting and streaming these events so that viewers across two channels and five parishes have access to these important topics. Show your support for engagement and dialogue within our community by becoming an underwriter. In turn, we'll broadcast your business's message to local viewers of these programs. Become an underwriter today. Find out how at AOCINC.org. Comes up uh, in my mind. You, you, you go sell some drugs on the corner once, ah, you son of a gun, and you get a year or six months, and you do it again, and you get longer. But if you do it three times, that's it, life in prison. Or, I don't know how mm-hmm. that works. It's some insane thing, but it's just legislating. Three strikes. It's math. It yeah. fits into the matrix, and you fell into a spot on the matrix. It's a black hole, and you go, to, you go for life because you stole a pack of gum. Yeah, on your it, third strike. But it turns bureaucracy into this real, you know, Kafkan nightmare because it's not just this thing to keep society running. It's this <laughs> thing to specifically punish. You could have stopped at it's not just. You, you uh, had a, it's just, it is not just and it's not meant to be. It's yeah. meant to take justice and, and homogenize it and uh, depersonalize things that are. Yeah, I don't know. I'm arguing it against does, where I'm yeah. going. I'm going to take this to a, to, a, to a slightly different direction, and it goes back to my whole idea that we're trying to form a society here. <laughs> you know, we have a community that's a society. Even a neighborhood is a society. Yeah. society. My neighborhood has a little society, and have a meeting tonight even to talk about how we're going to run our neighborhood society. FHA. Uh, well, they're friendly. They're the neighborhood people who watch out that window to make yeah. sure you're not doing anything and <clears throat> stuff like that. Then I live in a part of town that's known as the South Side, and that has a whole identity. Mm-hmm. And Lafayette has a whole identity. And we, all of this is formed by the collective thought processes and agreements that we, you know, we won't have mausoleums in our neighborhood, and we make stuff like that happens and happens. But we, we've kind of lost the ability to do that at almost every single level. We have a, our society's been formed by people that are repulsive to me. They're, they're going against everything I believe. And they're changing the society right down to my neighborhood. There's people in my neighborhood that are putting out signs that indicate to me that they're not smart. 
You know, it's it's more than well, we it, think differently about a, an emotional issue. They're just plain. But but see that that's stupid. That, that, I like I'm with you to the very end of everything you're talking about. But it's not the people that putting up the signs are smart. Like like humans are smart. We're so damn smart. Like m- almost all of us are. The thing is that they're propagandized and they've been propagandized to to never question the, the, the party. You know, it's this thing where we have they, they don't even have a party as much as they have a rival. Their rival is Democrats or liberals well, or yeah, whatever they're, they're, it is. They're, and so they're inured to any yes, sort of they have uh, been well propagandized and manipulated to be afraid and to follow the lead of their savior. And their savior is whoever's afraid with them. And that they get their fear from the people that tell them that they're their leader. And, of course, there's the money bracket who doesn't care about anything but profit. So uh, social consciousness is being determined by the profit motive and by a handful of people who lead other people against their own best interest, ultimately for profit as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I mean, can't, that, that's the, the crazy thing about, about yeah. capitalism if you really look at it. It's like, okay, we're going to give a few people all the resources – and then see how that works. Well, yeah, it's uh, like a monopoly game, and I'm going to give you Baltic. And yeah, I'll let you start one, with Park Place. I'm going to give you even. Baltic and one of the railroads. I'll take the rest. Roll them, sucker. Have you seen the Millennial Monopoly where you no all the uh, hotels are already stuck to the board? You can't <laughs> buy any property. <laughs> Just. Yeah, well, it, some of that's not funny, you know. Yeah, it isn't, it, yeah, but work. but so there obviously can be, and in the past have been. Uh, fixes to these kinds of problems, namely uh, taking, activism. Well, well, activism leads to the policy changes, which yeah. are to break up large holdings of right. large concentrations of capital. And so we could do that again. Uh, and I, I hear, I mean, I God, I feel like this is my platform to talk about Bernie because I just love this guy. But I hear him talking in a way that gets me pissed and afraid and seems like if you want to look at it, you know, propaganda to get us yeah, to do what yeah. he says. And I, I just find so many people on, on either the less left or the more left, uh, uh, you know, uh, afraid of that proposition. You know, he, he seems like he's the only one out of these 20 or so that aren't going to the big money, you know, where, where they're cutting him $10,000 checks. What's Elizabeth Warren doing? Is she's it, good, she's man. She's supposedly breaking good, up people or whatever. She's still taking, she's still establishment in a way Bernie isn't. You know, Bernie. Yeah, Bernie's just, not going to get any money from the establishment, and he won't take it, and they're not offering. He's yes. established his own creed, I, his own following. I, that's uh, another reason I can't see a world where he would win the nomination, because the wait, Democratic Party would just, like, save their money. They I wouldn't. have to look at him as the, the guy who makes the conversation better but he's not going to win yeah he's not going to get the nomination but we need we need him in the conversation there's a whole lot of other dead weight that's distracting and and it's i don't know vanity or something and i buy the idea that you should run the more that run the the better but you gotta get you got well you gotta filter that pretty early on so many of these people like what are you doing yeah you gotta that's what that's my point you gotta you you had your shot it didn't flare up well Uh, you said you were gonna run you couldn't raise a thousand bucks well well the thing is that so they can really i think genuinely say i'm out there trying to bring consciousness to a certain issue or whatever that's cool but for me, it brings up the the issue that we should all be cognizant of, which is we're still over a year away. It's fifteen months. Fifteen, <laughs> and you know, we get polling. 
We get polling and the significance of the polling jammed down our throat every single day. And so, and so I think and the it's answer like to it's, that is that is we such have to a outlaw. Juicy, oh, it's easy. It's, it's, it's yeah. easy and it's juicy, and it yeah. it allows the uh, the media to completely ignore talking about other. That's that's space. That's space. We could be talking oh, about something yeah. happening today or yesterday or oh, tomorrow. Oh yeah, it's and a whole lot of space. And they, they bring in these these experts that are working for unions, six fifty a night or something paltry sum and by Hollywood yeah. that you have the same party lines one against the other same lines same BS and they keep as you say fill the air with this night after night and this false indignation and I watch a, what you would refer to as the liberal mm-hmm. talking heads and they're just as repellent as the the right so, they don't seem to lie quite as much but their false indignation is just repulsive at some point just come on you know the, the guy he lied again. It's not yeah. like this is the lie. That's why yeah, John Stewart like, is so resonant with people, I think, because this yeah. guy's got genuine indignation. Yeah. And, yeah. and he, I, I don't know. I just. Well, he doesn't have to do it every night like some of these poor smokes for three hours or two hours. That's or, true, too. He had yeah. writers and was prepared. Yeah. He's not just he, going off the cuff for three hours. Yeah. yeah. Some of that. I, I have a lot of respect for the talking heads because they influence society. And I'm upset that there's a failing of ethics amongst, to me, a lot of people. And I don't give them, you said they were smart, they just had been brought into propaganda. Smart people don't bother propaganda. They see past it. They get in and they wake up to it. No, uh, that's just not true. That's, it, that's ignorant. Ignorant people fall for the propaganda because they don't know. But it's about psychology. They're not, it's not like it's some simple, it's very much about psychology. hey, look over here. Oh, you know, it's, yeah, it's, th- there's a lot of time and effort that's been put into in the last hundred years. How can we trick people? You know, it's just for me, it's it uh, it, it does beg for more popular heroes and celebrities who are uh, critical thinkers. You know, and I think we have a lot of. Well, we don't have a lot of good ones. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, there are a few. It's time for a rise mind. in comedians. Uh, yeah, comedians kind of are our satirists and comedians are the way to uh, to, and, and there's quite a few out there now. But we need the revival of that kind of mindset, uh, the distractors and the uh, people that, that that can give you information that you don't want to hear in a way that you'll absorb it. And yeah, that's you know that people like you and I talking to people like them is we just do it because we have fun. They're not going to change. We hadn't changed a mind yet. Uh, but if we if we really were comedians and we were doing this correctly and they were hearing it as comedy and legitimate satire, they would be much more likely to say, you know something, those guys are funny and I don't like what they're saying, but at least I'll listen to it. And before you know it, you got somebody who might read a headline and then bada bing, bada boom, he'll stay yeah. home instead of voting against you at least. Yeah, I think it's it's uh, any any well done media which is casting more aspersion on our media, but. I do think that, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's just getting people's guard down in, in the same way that they let their guard down and let in lies and That's one fallacies. of the ways comedy works is it tends to let your guard down. Mm-hmm. But think of these outfits like Sinclair that are, have 280 propaganda outlets that all say exactly the same thing that's well-groomed to get past your guard. Yeah. And to the one of the and this is elementary school stuff. They're not using deep, deep psychology. They're just using it very, very well, and make you afraid of something, make you believe that and you have a common friend in, in the in your side. Yeah. And the outrage and and I 
particularly see this on Facebook, and I've kind of cut back on my Facebook, that people that are outraged on Facebook, there's zero depth of what they're mad about. Yes. <laughs> uh, they don't know why they're mad at all. They're just against whatever it is. These people, and they, they say things. I'm still rocked, and you've seen a half a dozen of these. The most recent one is an old woman who's at a waiting to get into Trump's uh, whatever he did here few days back and everybody waited outside all day to get in maybe an announcement party or something the newscaster fixed the mic in this woman's face and says why do you think joe biden is a socialist well because he hates america he hates everything about america and oh, he's not even black and the newswoman says well what why is socialism bad well it's because it's against america it's just terrible donald trump would never let it happen and then the lady says well something to the effect of uh, Don, uh, Joe Biden lies. He lies about everything. He's always lying. And then the woman says to get it to Trump, says, well, you know, Donald Trump lies. No, he doesn't. That's you, you media types. And the, and the newscaster says, well, he lied. Just He lies all the time. No, he doesn't. He never lies. Did, and then did something to the effect, and then the newscaster gets it to you. Do you know that he said he could shoot one of his uh, fans on Fifth Avenue and get away with it? He never said that. That's you media people making that up. The lady has it ready, pulls her phone out and shows it to her, and she watches it and says, that's not real. You news people made that up. That's a long way of telling you that these people don't, there's no reality to them, none. They're out of touch with it. They're responding to the stimuli. Their stimuli is Donald Trump is a savior. He'll keep the evil, whatever it is, socialism. They don't know what socialism is. Sure. A duck. No, it's they just don't a, know. it's just a, so, an assemblage of syllables. But something they, they're afraid of. Though. But they are. They're still people. They're just. They've been occulted. You know, they're literally stuck in yeah, the yeah, twilight they, that's of. That's the point. They are stuck. They they have to come out of the fog. But but see, that is not something that Trump has created or that is recent. He's taking advantage of it. it he, and and what and I think he's the using main the thing tools. he's taking advantage of, and he does it so damn well, is bipartisanship. That's the thing. We have this. We we have been screwed by this binary. That it is so false and toxic. Once you get, once you bear it down, and it becomes as bald as it is now, so that that woman, her whole worldview is based on the other side is bad, and I'm with the good you, side. You've probably heard me say before, you're on a side whether you like it or not. But it's <laughs> Pick, not. But it's not true. There is, it, that doesn't it, really exist. It doesn't exist. That is exi- something it, we're we're well, agreeing it, to it, believe. The right perception is reality. We have we subdivide for the fight as opposed to get together for the win. And yes. It's it's almost automatic that when you it, 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 society goes through cycles. So we're going to get through this somehow. But the the remanufacturing of how we are going to work amongst ourselves and how we're going to be civil and not civil. And one of the things you and I talk about a lot is what the what's the value of work versus contribution to society that doesn't have a dollar attached. Yeah. And, how we equalize some of the playing fields. I think next time we have Eldar Talib in here, we're going to talk about res- um, re- reparations, re- reparations yes. which is a, a hot button. I got some ideas about that. Me too. Uh, so th- some of what we're going to correct is going to correct what we're talking about now. The people that are, I think they're being lied to. Am I wrong? Are they right? I think oh, they've they been. Are, I think they've been all being lied to. I mean, I mean, it's you know, but you, they're being lied to to the detriment of our lives on Earth. As opposed to the betterment of our lives on Earth, the global warming or climate change—you call it anything you want. 
That side denies it aggressively with no facts, no science, no nothing, because they've been told to, you should be afraid of the people telling you to be afraid. They're liars, therefore don't bother. We're going to die from this. Yeah, but it's not their fault. It's, it's, not, it's the not like problem, their no. stupidity. No, it, it, is, well, it is a fact. But it's like th- this. we have these things that exist, and then we have some sheep that are being led in various directions. But, you know, it's like it's not that, you know, pointing toward them is missing the guy, the, the massive giant with the finger pointing toward the little Cretan. The, you know, it's not the Cretans that are doing this. It, the Cretans no, it's the are talking just, heads and the money the people behind vote. the talking heads. They go vote. If That's that all they do. If and that they, matters. And I'm going in and out of whether the voting matters or not. I think you got to make your voice heard so you have to vote. But the, uh, the, the money people are the ones with the gun. They, they decide that it's okay for an entire news network to call itself news and to lie with fair regularity and impunity from even being yeah, called but I mean, what out. Are you gonna and, do, the whole thing is like, how, what are you going to police lying? I mean, it's, it's no, just, you can't, but you, but, you, have well, to, you have to make sure that people that hear the lying understand that there might be other sides to it. Yeah. I, I think that, you just regulate. They don't have time that. They I, don't, they don't have time to hear the other side now. I get that too. I think and, you just regulate all, you know, if you have some sort of, I don't know, you know, some sort of platform. Regulating you speech. Just, <laughs> uh, not regulate speech, regulate yeah. broadcast, have some way that if you're, if you're on a screen that there's some kind of bug that says this is, you know, it's like the same as a cigarette pack. This yeah. is not necessarily true. Warning, this is an editorial. Yes. Just as, I don't know. I, that would be the fact that you could label who the talking head is doing. This is opinion. This is news. But, you know, then it does. It <coughs> you makes, even, well, who's deciding what Well, you wouldn't even them. have to say facts, not fact. You would just have to say this is news. This is That's an editorial. You could just this parse down what people can call news. It's a yeah. very slim thing that is actually news. And this is obviously entertainment. And. You know, that's the, I guess I guess then you're policing speech just to say Fox News can't be called news because it's speech, but it's not news. It's, it's no, it's not news I at all. Know. But they play news. They but, say you know, news. MSNBC they look like news. news. You know, none of this stuff is news. They, it, it's it's a it's a thing to deliver advertisements in. Oh yeah. You know, oh, it's, it's the fish wrapper for sure. It's, it's yeah. delivering eyeballs to absolutely. Corporate that goes America. back to the oh. money thing, and that's yeah. why newsrooms now will take anything. That's why they have these hour-long debates between two people like you and I. Those they don't. You watch yeah. those things. Those guys that walk in tonight, they tell them your topic tonight, and you got to be an expert on this. And all of a sudden, he changes his tie from blue to red, and he's one of the other team guys. <laughs> and the, the, he quotes the party line eighteen times, and then. The host, and then the other guy says the same thing, and then then they have fifteen commercials, and it's over. It doesn't add to anybody's intelligence level at all. Just new, it doesn't add. To those there's crazy no new debates, facts, man. No new facts. No, no new facts and passed yeah. along. It's just churn and churn and churn. And there's ads. And I'm so, and speaking of ads, I want to get into uh, uh, the public needs to find a way to blackball advertisement after you've seen it too many times. You should be able. Mm. I should be able to make Dennis Quaid insurance ads go away right now because all of the programs. <laughs> uh, I watch a lot of cable news, all of them, and all of them are jammed full of Dennis Quaid insurance ads. It's sometimes three ads in the same break for two different products in the same company. That kind of. We, we, that's a sidebar. We have stopped that. That's, <laughs> that's commercial speech, and it should be regulated to. I don't have to watch the same commercials all the yeah. damn time to get my fake news between the commercials. I mean, if you're going to make me watch commercials, give me some variety. I guess I need to go reread the Citizens United thing, but it just seems so like 
very dumb to say that money is speech. Like, I just don't, <laughs> like, how can you possibly, in what world is that one a metaphor for the other even, much less synonymous with? In the world of these guys got the grease they needed, somebody leaned on them, I got naked pictures of your daughter, you know, but, some but kind of thing. But one is inborn, and, and one is, is external. Uh, the whole idea that our courts come making decisions the way they make them and the things they're letting happen. This gerrymandering thing they ignored the other day. Yeah, man. That sets me off big time. Me too. Big time. And that sets a precedent for ignoring the next one and on and on. And that, uh, that's, yeah. I mean, it's really, it's kicking the can so they can, you know, it's, it, they're playing politics to get a, a Republican in the White sure. House again. Absolutely. That's exactly. And they God, tell and you, then, they, and they told you that when they got this Kavanaugh guy jammed down our throat. We need this guy to be a Republican so we can stack the deck. And That's I'll tell the you whole what, he's, and, he's and made some surprisingly coherent rulings up to this, I think, yeah, to give cover. You got know, them all upset now. They don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> and John Roberts, poor fellow, was, did, made a couple of legitimate decisions, and they're about to hang him. It's just, yeah. It's terrible when these guys have to face up to reality and morality and ethics. And uh, suddenly, or somehow beyond the reach, maybe they don't let those guys co-mingle with lobbyists. You suppose? I would think there's some kind of bar, even though I, I know there's been some furor with uh, Clarence Thomas in the past, having been flown to wherever to well, NRA camp. Or what's something his name? Uh, drinks no Shotgun cones. McCain used to go duck hunting down here on in Gaydon. Oh, ch- what Cheney? Yeah. Whoa, oh, Cheney. yeah, that's and, right. And uh, he and. Uh, Freaking judge that was going to hear something. That what? Uh, who's the judge that died? Scalia, maybe. Yep. All right. He and Scalia were down here ducking right. together, and Scalia was going to hear his his some other kind of thing like two months later. And they said, "Do you suppose there's an impropriety here?" Yeah. And Scalia's like, "I'm a justice of the Supreme Court. I'll do the right thing. This whole ducking and <laughs> cocaine and hooker thing, it's yeah. off the charts. I'll be back." You know, it's like yeah. he gets indignant over something like I'm going duck hunting and get on with the guy whose case I'm hearing. Yeah, man. And he blows it off, and it happened. He's all good now. It went away. You, you would no think problem. there would be like more stringent recusal rules. You like, think it'd be more like people giving a hoot. People would respond or react to that and say, you know what? Well, we don't, the, and we don't like our where, Supreme Court being sold out. That's where we have a great. We were, you know, the the way that the country was founded. Uh, Legally, it's super smart, and it worked for a long time in most ways, but I don't think it's prepared for people, just large sectors of the population acting in bad faith, well, or, or not the population now, as much as uh, the, those, the powers the influencers. that The influencers yeah. are operating in bad faith, and they're clearly doing it. They're not even faking it anymore, which is more astounding to me than the fact they're doing it, is they're not even faking it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this guy's had so many emolument clauses uh, talking about our current president. Jeez, so, uh, they, 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 <laughs> hey, at least Cheney's just, not still president, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> long for the days of old uh, George. Yeah. Who'd have thought? Good Kim Lord, George. good Lord. Georgie good, boy. We got we to gotta get Have-a-ma out of job, uh, Brownie. Uh, we're speaking of, yikes. yeah. Oh, yeah, we're recording this on the day of the big hurricane. Barry is barreling down on us. Uh, the, the sky's outside right now. The sun is shining. Yeah, it's gorgeous here. The, uh, the grocery store shelves are all completely empty. Golly. And everybody's hair standing up on the back of their necks. We're all terribly afraid this is going to be the worst storm ever. If this is the last time you hear my voice, this has been Uncle Eddie.
Yeah, this has been Jacob, and uh, I, I just think have to this give is my prediction out. in case this is the last one. I think this is going to be our red spot. You know, Jupiter has this permanent storm. Dude, have you ever, because there, it's never happened, heard of a hurricane forming in the Gulf? It has never happened. We've never, never recorded data that has... Oh, really? They always come in, man. Oh, yeah, I know there's a big thing they start they, out there and come through Cuba and all that. They have never once has a hurricane storm system formed in the Gulf that we've recorded, you know, I'm sure okay. in the past. Well, you can fact check that at home, but that does, yeah, uh, it, I will, I will definitely take the whole, the environment is telling us something. Yeah. Uh, hello, look at the tornadoes, look at the fires, look at the, the number of hurricanes look at the temperature. Maybe, just, uh, maybe the Lord rising. or lady is telling us something. Somebody's telling us something. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a believer. There's is a higher power. Maybe we'll talk about that someday. Just don't go to church. <laughs> I'll go, but I've I been. might not give no money. I don't. It depends on which church. I've been. <laughs> you, but you only have to yeah. go once. Well, actually, there's some rewards to going to church. I just don't. Uh, I don't play well I, I with think others. It's cool. And I, a know, lot of so. them are super cool social clubs with good people in them. It's well, just, I'm trying to find the one with good. Cheryl's actually taking a proactive approach. Saint Bart's is cool. That's kind of the one she's going to yeah. hit. And. Yeah, they're super cool. Apparently, they got a good vibe going. Um, the one on University, the Methodist Church there at the corner across from Domino's is really good, too. What the heck is the name of that? First Baptist. Oh, is it a Baptist church? Yeah, that's First Baptist. We're not going near a Baptist church. Uh, personal. I think it's Methodist. I must no, be wrong. First Methodist is the one outside of the old AOC across the street. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That one's cool. The pastors come around here. Do they? Sniffing around, being friendly. Yeah, they got a new yeah. cool pastor. Tell him to make a show. Yeah. Do a show hey. about that. Oh, he was actually talking about that, and I haven't. Follow it up with him. I need to ask him. Yeah, tell him. Heck yeah. Aim a camera. Bring it to us. TV. Yeah. Boom. Jesus on TV. Jesus. Check it out here. Where are we at? Jesus is clocking in. We're yeah. clocking we did, out. We did 32 minutes. We did 32 minutes.